Hi everyone, this is Ed K. Smith from Online Impact, uh, here with my co-host Rob K from domainer.com.au. And we are super, super, super excited to have the domain king himself, Mr. Rick Schwartz, on the show with us today. Welcome, Rick. How are you? Thank you. Just terrific. Thanks so much for inviting me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Our pleasure completely. Uh, I am absolutely stoked to have you on the show, Rick, as is Rob. Um, you were on my podcast going back nine years ago now, which you probably don't remember. It wasn't in this format. It was only audio. Um, but a, a bit of a backstory about uh, Rick. He is known as the Domain King for a reason. Um, and we'll let Rick tell more of his story. But the quick intro is Rick's been in the domain investing space since the mid to mid to late nineties. Uh, and he has been one of the most successful domain investors on the planet with uh, many, many success stories to share. And uh, Rick is the actual reason I'm in the domain business. Uh, I remember reading about uh, traffic, his uh, domain conference that he was running for many years. And I read about the 2004, uh, which was the inaugural event and it was covered by Ron Jackson. And I'd already been buying domains and I was reading about that and I thought, absolutely, this is the guy to follow. Uh, so thank you, Rick. It's been, been a fantastic ride so far. And we just want to make sure we get a lot of your story out there. And you've been interviewed before by other people, but we want to make sure we put the Rob and Ed spin on it because no one else does it like Australians. And uh, <laughs> we, we'll, not only will we be factual, but we'll be funny as well. Um, so, so thanks for coming on. Well, thanks. Glad to be here. Glad uh, I be, uh, was able to uh, play a little bit of a role in uh, Ed's getting into the, the domain industry. That's always good to hear. You, you had a 20-year plan. Uh, you were looking at this. I, I get shivers down my, my spine when I actually think about uh, the forward thinking that you had because most people had no clue about any of well, this sort of stuff, did they? They had, they had really no idea that any of this stuff was happening. Well, I think um, if I didn't have that 20-year outlook and understanding of how long it would take for the internet to actually develop and uh, be embraced and uh, be used more effectively, I'd probably go nuts. And that's what I think drives a lot of domainers nuts these days is their, their time frame is, is pretty short. They uh, you know, buy something and they want to sell it. I, I couldn't. I couldn't sell anything in those days. I mean, it was uh, just a matter of buying it. There was no. There was really no one to sell it to, so uh, there was no demand really for it at that point. So it was something that uh, was going to evolve. It's like planting a seed of a tree. You know. You know, if it germinates, it's going to grow, and hopefully, it'll be a, a big, strong tree. But you have to be very patient for a very long time to you know, watch that evolution and watch it materialize. And that really was the key for me is realizing just how long it would be. And, uh, you know, it's really over 20 years now. And, uh, but it's, it, you know, I, I had some nice rewards along the way that were early on and pretty un unexpected. So the 20 year plan got accelerated by many years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And uh, I think a lot of the uh, things you were witnessing at the very early stages, because uh, typical businesses and, and mainstream businesses were not really using the internet, hadn't woken up to the internet, thought the internet was a fad. Uh, and um, the, the industry that was actually taking the most advantage of the internet was the porn industry. Um, so that was where you've obviously had a lot of your names that we'll, we'll discuss. Uh, because when the, I started, there was no mainstream. And you're yeah. right, not only, not only was it a fad, it was a, a threat, okay? It was Absolutely. a fad, yep. which was one thing, and it was a threat which meant there was a lot of uh, people that were against it and trying to derail it and, uh, you know, had a lot at stake. And, you know, they had a choice at that time. They could have embraced it or they could have fought it. And they decided to fight it. And that's why you saw the collapse in 2000, because they fought it. And, uh, and now you're seeing the evolution because you're seeing you know, retail basically going under, you know, they're closing hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of stores all the time. Now these chains are closing up left and right because they just can't make it in a brick and mortar store anymore. So in a way they were right, but if they had embraced it early on, they probably wouldn't be in the condition that they find themselves in today. I mean, you know, Sears is basically out of business. So imagine if they embraced it early on instead of, you know, whatever, they did. Yeah, most, most definitely. There, a lot of them are still playing catch up from, from those early days. It's too late, but now catch up is too late. Completely agree. Well, it's, it's, it's just, um, it's obviously not easy though, to have that for anyone to have that foresight and vision of going all in on something and, and then um, anticipating that it's going to pay off in 10 or 20 years down the track. So there are only a few of you, guys you legends now in the domain industry that did this in the late 90s um so yeah it's uh it's why we're still talking about it today and i got late to the game i was the idiot paying a hundred dollars a domain name a few <laughs> weeks before i got in really they were free yeah so they wow. were free by the time i figured it out they were a hundred dollars a pop so it shows you i wasn't the brightest bulb in the bunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah we uh we had um, Michael Costello on the show recently um, and he, he was just at that cusp. So he was probably just a tad before you uh, getting, getting the free names, but that, that did sort out the, the wheat from the chaff, as we say, um, the people who are having to pay a hundred dollars a domain. You imagine if that was a hundred dollars a domain now, people would absolutely freak out. <laughs> it would... I, I, I still think, I still think it's the greatest bargain on earth. Oh, no, yeah. no argument at all. No. It's, 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 it's fantastic. So look, we're all obviously domain converts and we could uh, sit here and, and get super excited about um, how smart we all are. But I think one of the things that we want to make sure that we do is there's a lot of people who will be watching this who are coming into the domain industry uh, for the first time. And a yeah. lot of people have the attitude that there's no money to be made anymore in the domain industry. What, what are your thoughts on that, Rick? Well, it would be like me telling you there's no money to be made in real estate. Yep. Okay, it's, it's comical, you know, give me a break. They're just, you know, they're getting in at a different time. You have to play the game a little bit differently. 
And if you're smart, you'll figure it out. And if you're not, you go broke. It's very simple, like any other business. <laughs> yeah, 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 com completely. And I'm recently on Domain Sherpa, and I've the the most the most recent edition, and I'm I, I don't have it in front of me, but I'll Rob, maybe you can look up the most recent guest on Domain Sherpa. Okay. Um, who came up while I'm talking and I apologize to him for completely forgetting. Uh, we'll all, we all know who he is once we hear the name, um, but my, my mind's gone blank. But he was discussing the domain sales he's had. He had 19 sales over the last 12 months uh, at a cost of 79. Yes, Braden Pollock. Sorry, Braden, I've had a mental blank. So Braden was discussing very openly and transparently, and he's one of the awesome guys like you, Rick, that basically has in their conditions uh, that they don't want to have NDAs to, to give more information back to the industry about what domains have been bought and sold for, which is fantastic. And he indicated over the last 12 months, the 19 different names that he'd sold. Um, one of them was Q.org, which he sold for 500,000. Uh, and he paid from memory. I think he said it was just around 25 or $30,000 for that name. Um, so, but overall, he made 1.2 million and spent uh, invested about 79,000. So, in that 12 months, he he made over a million dollars. So, for anyone who's saying you can't come, and they, all those names, to be clear, were ones he bought within the last couple of years. So, oh, wow, well, there you go. so you know that's a a classic example for anyone who's well, watching this. Go back and watch that. When you buy quality, you never have to worry. When you hmm. buy garbage and you buy things that are meaningless and you buy things that, you know, again, get back to real estate. There's Swampland and there's Times Square and there's everything in between, okay? If you, if you spend your time on the swamp, you're going broke, okay? You, yeah. you know, you can make a living in Times Square. You can make a living in the city. You can make a living in the suburbs. But once you get to the farms, it's going to be a little bit different by the time you get to the to the mountains and the swamps, you may have nothing. So, you, you know, it, it's, it's, how it's like William Tell. How close to the center can you get? It's about audiences. How big is the audience? Yeah. How big, how profitable, how, uh, uh, you know, that's what it's about. So you, you have to, if you aim for domains that either there's an audience for, can be branded, has... I always talk about putting yourself in an intersection. That's the way domaining is. You have to get domains that put yourself in an intersection. And an intersection is where multiple people want what you have. So, mm. you, you know, you, you can't buy garbage. You, you're going to have to, it's like real estate. Well, you know what? If you spend $49 for real estate, I guess you're not getting anything. You know, if you spend 1000 for real estate, you're not getting anything. If you spend 10000 for real estate, maybe you're getting a lease for uh, six months or a year. So you, you, you still have to come to the game with money or an idea or a formula. I mean, you, you can still finance a domain name. You can give a guy $1,000 a month for five years and you just bought a $60,000 domain name. I mean, yeah. there's ways to do it. So it isn't that it can't be done, but you have to be smart. You have to have ideas, you have to have formulas, you have to talk to other people, and you know maybe you can make a deal. Yeah, completely. And as you have said many times, pigeon shit is pigeon shit. 
<laughs> it is. I, I always say, you know, I'd rather overpay for quality than get a bargain on shit. And that's yeah, what people yeah. do. They want to bargain on shit. And, yeah. and what blows me away is I truly see domains that are out there that run from 500 to $2,500 that are good, solid, legitimate investments. Uh, look, I, I don't do anything proactive to sell any domain names. So if I did, it would be a, a whole different story. I've never sent out anything out. It's all incoming. So, I mean, if I actually made an effort, I'd probably do a few more sales. You know what I mean? But I've never done that. Well, that just proves your quality, Rick. People are coming to you because you've got quality. They're not going to come to you if you're sitting on pigeon shit. <laughs> and, and that's the key. That, that, that's the key is, you know, they're the ones buying the domain names. Buy, you know, look, I used to collect baseball cards. I remember, what was it, Bob Euchre? Every pack of, of, of cards would almost come with like two or three Bob Euchre cards because they were worthless. <laughs> you get the bubble gum and you get like 10 cards and you'd always get like a Bob Euchre card that had no value whatsoever. You wanted a Mickey Mantle card. You wanted a Roger Maris card, you know? Yeah. If you're collecting a football cards, you want Tom Brady. You don't want some schmuck that doesn't that didn't do good and is going to be off the team for two years, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, the, the principles with domaining follow so many other industries yeah. and, and historic events. And that's what people have to understand, whether it's real estate, whether it was mining for gold, whether uh, any kind of market. I mean, there, there are so many parallels in history with domaining. That's what makes it easy. But if, they don't, if yeah. the folks don't study the history and they don't make the, the parallels, the, the connections, then they, they have no compass. They're, yeah. they're just buying all these domains that have words in them, and half of those words aren't even related, and they don't mean anything. And every time you add a word, you're exponentially limiting your audience. But if you're going to have something with a lot of words, at least make sure it's a common phrase that everyone says. Yeah. Joining all those industries together, like baseball cards, um, real estate, domain names, I guess what we're really filtering all this down to is scarce assets, whether they're physical or digital. Well, every domain is unique, you know, yeah. in and of itself. And, uh, you know, you have to, everyone wants a valuation on their domain name. There's only one person that can, two people that can put a value on it, the buyer and the seller. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, completely. And I'll say um, one of your topics that you've been very vocal on um, over the last five or six years is the release of the thousand plus new domain extensions out there that everyone was going to make millions and billions of dollars on that was going to completely crush the .com. And uh, they're all now dying on the vine, 99.9% .9 of them. Uh, and that was something that you were very vocal on in the beginning, Rick, is uh, it say, what they were trying to do was completely change the principles of how the the domain industry had been successful in the first place. Uh, so can you give a bit of a viewpoint on, on the, all these new domain extensions uh, for people who are coming in? Because again, this is, we're trying to educate the marketplace. There's a lot of people who, who may watch this now or in a year's time who get sucked into the hype of all these new domain extensions, thinking that it's the new gold rush. 
Yeah. The main thing is, you know, if you're going to, if you want the same result that somebody else had, maybe you at least need to pay attention to the recipe. Yeah. Okay. There, there were things that .com did that none of the other new GTLDs, a thousand of them, 500 of them, whatever they are, none of them followed the same path. They all wanted the same result, but not one of them did anything remotely similar. And then you have 500 of them coming in at one time. It's a demolition derby. Yeah. And I always said, that's not a horse race. That's a stampede. <laughs> and the stampede, you're going to have a lot of horses get slaughtered. At the end of the day, that was the only result that could happen is many horses get slaughtered. So the 500, and again, either whether a demolition derby or the horses in a stampede, the question is, how many of them are going to be run over? Okay, so maybe 400 of them are getting run over. Easily 400 of them, or the 500 are like, don't mean a hill of beans. Yep. So now you got the top 100. Top 100, let's say, which aren't that important anyhow. But believe you have a horse race with, a, uh, with 100 horses in it. Okay, first place, second place, third place show. Okay, you, you have room for maybe four winners. <laughs> you know, look, look at the look at look at the landscape now. Dot com, dot net, dot org. Those are the three big ones. Dot info, dot tv, dot me, a few others. You have uh, several hundred country codes. Yeah, and which is fine locally, but yeah. even a country code. Look. If you want to be on the world stage, you need your dot-com counterpart, even if you have a country code. Definitely. Okay? It's yep. just common sense that you want, you want to expand maybe at some point. You yeah. don't want to be localized forever. Maybe you do. Some businesses will be localized forever. That's fine. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the top of the pyramid is dot-com. Okay? And like I say, more money has been spent collectively promoting .com than any other item in the history of the world. Wow. Okay. In the history of the world. Yeah. yeah. Every billboard, every TV ad, every magazine ad, everything in print, everything you see, every giveaway. And I knew that would happen 20, 25 years ago. It had to come to that point. There yeah. was no ifs or buts. It was just a matter of whens, when. When would it happen? Well, with all the forces back then, it was going to be delayed. It could have happened many years earlier. And then the understanding of it has been terrible. Uh, I always say more sales have actually been lost on the internet than being made on the internet. And, and the GTLDs are a perfect example because no one even knows about them on earth, okay? No. <laughs> they, nobody on earth. They, they don't understand. The domain is in this little bubble. They think everyone lives and breeds domains and no one gives a rat's ass about domain names when they wake up in the morning. Okay. So if you actually polled a hundred people and you asked them to name 10 extensions, I guarantee you 94 of them or 98 or 101 of them couldn't name 10 extensions. I could barely name 10 extensions. How the hell are they going to do it? Okay. And then I hear it about extensions. I never heard of, I've been doing this 25 years. I never heard of these extensions. Oh, yeah, it's been out for four years. Oh, well, that's great. And it already flunked. We've been yeah. through this. We had 
dot aero dot travel dot moby dot me dot info dot they all flunked they didn't do well as investments okay as investments again we look at it as something you're putting money in where you want it to be safe and eventually you want it to be worth a lot more well you got to buy prime if you buy prime you will always find someone to sell it to because there's a market for prime there's not a whole lot of market for horse shit and pigeon shit. You know, it's a whole different ball game. And, yeah. and that's why people are kind of scared to spend the money on a high ticket domain name. Look, and, and me too. The highest price I ever paid for a domain name was property.com. It was $750,000. Wow. And it was uh, shortly after my divorce and I didn't have a lot of money. And it was a really big decision for me. But you know, at the end of the day, what's the risk? You know, there's some risk, okay? There's risk in everything, but if I'm getting something that's prime and I need to liquidate, there's going to be someone there at some point, and especially in an industry where we're not liquid. So if you know we're in an industry that isn't liquid, you have to at least focus on domains that other people would want. If you tell them the domain name, wow, I wish I owned that domain name. I mean, yep. don't you think yep. that's at least a threshold? Not so, and if they they have to explain the domain name, well, this is why it means something. Well, you're going to tell that to the 7 billion people on earth? <laughs> you're you're <laughs> not there on their shoulder telling them yeah. what, what the mistake is. So, you know, the, the GTODs were an ill thought out program. They were done for the wrong reasons, with the yeah. wrong motives. Yeah. It wasn't done for the betterment of society. It was done for, it was a money grab. Yeah. It was nothing else. Remember, in the libraries, they have a Dewey Decimal System so that you can easily find things, right? Okay, so you can easily, and it's been around for a few hundred years, and we really don't have anything like that on the internet yet. Hopefully someday we will, and that will diminish the power of players like Google and uh facebook and yahoo and twitter and everyone else yeah because it, it'll cut a lot of them out of it but you know well, maybe that'll be the blockchain internet it, it may be it, it, it it's going to change but the one thing that won't change and because everyone's been saying oh domains are going to go by the wayside no sorry phone numbers haven't gone by the wayside tvs haven't gone by the wayside Radio hasn't gone by the way wayside. Your yeah. address on your home or your business hasn't gone by the wayside. None yeah. of these things are ever going away in our lifetimes. You know, they're going to be with us. They may take different forms. And, you know, <clears throat> radio, do you know how many times radio has been dead? I mean, <laughs> when, when, <coughs> excuse me, when they went from three channels to 500 channels, they said it's impossible for them all to survive. But they did. But they had something unique. And that's where the GTLDs, again, it circles back to the GTLDs. They got nothing. They have nothing. They can offer you nothing. What they have is confusion. And as you see, once any startup starts on any kind of a non.com domain name, the first thing they do, if they find any degree of success, yeah. is they realize if they want to be taken seriously, they have to grow up and play in the major leagues, and that's .com. And the only reason .com is the major leagues 
because of the Fortune 1 million companies in the world, probably 999,000 of them have a dot-com. And when you have that much traction, you know, stop spinning in the winds. At some point, you have to stop spinning in the winds. That's all. And again, there's history. Look at the difference between the sales of a dot-com and a dot-net. Okay? If I have porno.com, 8.8 million. Porno.net, you couldn't get 880,000 for it. You, you could, listen, it's maybe you get 100,000 for it. Maybe you wouldn't even get that much. It's 1%, 2%. It's a fraction. Yeah. But it's the same work. Why would anyone want to do the same work to get one one hundredth of the result? It doesn't even make sense. It's like, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't even make sense. No. It, it is it is crazy. Rob, you got a question. And, and there's no market. There's there no isn't market a market. Okay, there's no market. There is no market for them. So now you got five hundred GTLDs. Imagine the market for, for them. Yeah. Nothing. And just what you were saying before, Rick, about um it doesn't Domain names won't die, even if, I mean, I honestly believe the DNS system is going to be replaced by a blockchain internet. And that's when Google and Facebook are going to be all in trouble. But, I mean, with blockchain, instead of DNS, like, instead of the, like the 192.168, you know, the, the, uh, the, the 9 or 12 character DNS system, with blockchain, there's like hash codes of 32 numbers or 64 characters. Humans need... Humans can't remember that many numbers, which is why the DNS was replaced with a domain name, easy to remember mask. And that will happen again with blockchain. You'll still have domain names. That's what Always I will have something to reference. Okay. That's look, I got into domain names because I had vanity 800 numbers. I had vanity 800 numbers because when I was driving along in the day, I couldn't call information all the time looking for the number. So I remember the guys that had one 800 and it spelled something, a word or two, because that was easy to remember, and they were going to get my business first. Yeah. And so that yeah. was just a, a natural correlation and step to realize it would happen there as well in the internet. So when I got again, 25 years ago, I get online. I'm dealing with techies. One nine two point six eight point three two point one. Yeah. I said, who who in the hell's ever going to remember that crap? And yeah. they yeah. think I'm coming from the moon, but there's no. No, it's ex- it's exactly the opposite. They look te- techies are great, but they don't understand sales and marketing. They don't understand that people can't remember more than one or two words. They can't do it. Yeah, what people can't remember. The average uh, person on the universe has a sixth or an eighth grade education level. So when you advertise, you know you can't advertise up here. You have to advertise where people understand where people can spell what you have mm. and they don't understand that. They think, well, everything is going to go through Google. Well, if everything was going through Google, no one would be advertising on TV. No one would be advertising in a magazine. So, yeah. you know, the, the, and, when, and when they do that and they, they get traffic from those ads, that's a very uh, targeted, potent, and potentially very profitable lead or visitor. And you got to yeah, take well, them like- very seriously. And if everything was going to go through Google search, Google, and uh, especially like Google Chrome, um, would have stopped using domain names in the address bar. But they can't. Well, they try. They know. They've tried. <laughs> they, oh, try. They, they try all the time. They, they tried, <laughs> I think, a few weeks ago. The yep. last time I looked. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they've been trying this for many years, but people want control. 
okay? Believe me, people want control. It's just like um, the automobiles. So they're gonna come out with self-driving automobiles. Guess what? People are gonna still want the damn steering wheel. They're gonna still want the brake. They're gonna still want to override the robot because they want control. True. So it'll, they'll always try to take it over and hijack your intent, okay? Because that's what they're doing. They're yeah. hijacking your intent, okay? But people will always revolt against that. And people will always find a way to take that roadblock out of their way once they get wise to it. It's human nature. Com completely. Very hey, Rick, I'd like to uh, talk about a couple of your sales. I think there's some very, very good lessons to learn, in particular with one that you recently uh, tweeted about. And, and that was the, your sale of candy.com, which I think is a, probably one of the, one of the best stories to share because when you sold that, you also uh, sold that with um, the agreement of having part of the company that was, uh, that was buying the domain. So you, you, not only were you getting the profit from the actual sale of the domain, but you had future profits to come uh, from, from that business. So can you share a bit of the backstory about candy.com? First of all, when you bought it, um, if you can share how much you paid for it, and then the process you use to vet people when they're wanting to buy domains from you, because probably most of the inquiries you get, you, you completely ignore. So can you go back to that sort of the starting point with candy.com? Well, um, I got candy.com through another domainer who um, uh, I guess could have bought it and didn't want it at that time. And uh, he told me about it and he acted as a broker. And I paid um, very, 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 very low six figures without violating anyone's confidentiality. Very, very, very low six figures, as low as you can go, just about. Okay, fair and, enough. Uh, what you what year was that off the top of your head? Yes. What year was that, Rick? Do you remember what year that was, roughly? Yeah, it was. In, I believe it was two thousand and five. Cool. Okay. So very, 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 very low six very figures. Low. Okay. Yes. Uh, very, hint, very low. Nudge, nudge, and, wink, wink. And, um, uh, wait. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and um, anyway, about a um, couple, three years later, these two guys came to me and uh, they didn't have any money, but they had passion. They had energy. They had youth. And they had experience because their family had been in the uh, um, candy business for 37 years. Uh -huh. So those were good combinations, but they didn't have any money. And uh, we went back and forth for a while. And I said, you know, we're going to have to come up with something. You know, you're gonna, it's going to have to sting a little bit. And uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> they, they, they'll tell you the story someday. It was 10 years ago, actually 11 years ago now. It's 11 years ago that I sold it to them, 2008. And they can tell you the story, but I hung up on the phone on them a couple of times. And it was, you know, but a real buyer, see, you can't insult a real buyer, okay? You really can't. A real buyer has their eye on the prize. They're not worried about any of the other crap, okay? Yeah. When they're worried about the other crap, they're not a real buyer. Then they're just pulling your chain, okay? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, so they, that's they, almost you know, part of your 
that's almost part of your filter process, Rick, to, to try and Absolutely. slightly offend them and see if they can make it to Damn the next right. day. <laughs> Damn right. I want them to tell me to go to hell. Because if they tell me to go to hell, I know they, they had no real interest, but I don't want to waste my time. I yeah. want them to tell me to go to hell immediately. I don't want to waste three months with them and then them tell me to go to hell. I'll waste three oh. seconds with them and get the same results. Yeah. I know where the Love train it. is going anyhow. So anyway, these guys came, we made a deal. They ended up giving me 60,000 cash and um, basically a $3 million note and 5% of the new entity. And uh, as time went on, there would be one thing or another, they'd be restructuring, they'd bring on maybe new partners, they're expanding, doing things. I would uh, maybe make concessions on certain things as far as uh, maybe the amount of the monthly payment or, uh, you know, things like that. For every time I'd make a concession, I'd grab another few points, a couple of points here, a point there. And I ended up with 12.55%. Wow. Right. And so uh, uh, now they're a pretty large company. I mean, I, it was 10 years ago, uh, 10 years ago, uh, in 2018, I had never visited them in the 10 years since we made the deal. I never went there one time. Talk about a silent partner. Never yeah. went there one time, but I, I did go a year ago, April, and there were houses like uh, the size of a Costco. Wow. And Far they're, out. They're doing, they're doing very well. <laughs> and uh, in a few weeks, there should be a pretty interesting announcement. And it uh, just shows you what a domain can do when it's a great domain. But you yeah. have to go out of your way to make sure it's a great domain that people will want. Yeah. So I can spend the money on a domain like that, which is a lot of money, but I can go to sleep at night. I'm not worried that it has no value. I'm not worried that I can't sell it. I'm not, you know, when you have a great domain, you know there's a market for it. It may not be the, the Quinella that we all want. Mm but there's a market for it. There, it's, there, there's always a value. You, there's always face value. That's important, face value. Look, Definitely. If, you buy, if you buy a million dollar diamond, you would think, oh wow, that's great. I have a million dollar diamond. If I get in trouble, I can hawk it and make, you know. Well, your million dollar diamond is worth $100,000 at best. And that's only if you can find a jeweler with $100,000 to give you that day, okay? And uh, same yeah, thing with domain yeah. names, but a domain name at least has importance. You know, people really see the importance. A diamond is just another diamond, another piece of inventory where a yeah. domain name can be a future. Yeah, it and a, it, yeah. it's someone's dream. They make money. I mean, at bare minimum, you can get parking uh, income from a, a domain name. Uh, a diamond just basically sits on someone's finger yeah <laughs> it doesn't make you any more money it, it's a want, and, and, not a need. and that gets so that wraps around to domains have not been exploited for the value that they truly represent absolutely and i always use the sears store and i'm so you know for 20 years i've been using sears as the example and now that they're belly up basically and gone you know it's the, the, they're the most perfect example i would always say how much does it cost to build one Sears store, one, one Sears store. How yeah. long, how much, 
how 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 big a radius of people can it draw from? Twenty five miles, maybe. Uh, how much is the overhead? Um, the employees. How many years did it take to find the location to build the location? You know, you're talking the electricity. Everything that's ongoing, the garbage, the insurance, you're talking tens and tens of millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, and they can't equate that to a domain name that has a worldwide presence and could be a trillion dollar company, whether it's apple.com or google.com or you name it.com. That's it. That $8 domain is their trillion dollar company. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. freaky. You know, whether, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's why I have to laugh at the, at what's going on because I can't even take it seriously because the game hasn't even started. At least they you know they had a sale this year for GoDaddy for voice.com for $30 yeah, million. Dollars. 30 million yeah. Okay. Maybe we're starting to get there because what is the value of a property? that can be the home of a billion dollar business or a $10 billion business or a $500 million business. Now look, if the guy's gonna open up a thing and he's gonna make $400 a month, what the hell is he, what are you talking to the guy for? What are you, what are you, what are you wasting your time? Yeah. Okay, the domain's value is only as good as the idea that's gonna be behind it, right? Yeah. Isn't that the bottom line? Ab- ab- yeah. Absolutely. And, and I mean, and to buy voice.com for $30 million, they don't have to repaint the domain name in five years. They don't have to, you know what I mean? There's no ongoing maintenance. For, I mean, they could run voice.com for the next couple of hundred years. And remember, if they go out of business, the only thing that's going to be left when they go out of business is the damn domain name. That's <laughs> going to be the only thing left of value after the fire is the domain name completely completely so um just circling back quickly to to finish up on the candy story because what you said i think i I really want to make sure people get this because uh the foresight of actually having a piece of the company when you do a deal takes some cojones to uh to put in place and most people don't do it 99 probably 90 percent of people who sell domains they're not going for that uh, long-term vision and, and deal. And what you posted the other day was that you had given back, well, not given back, you had been bought out of a certain percentage. I think you had 12% and you sold about 5%. Is that correct, Rick? I had um, 12.55% and I sold a few percent and now I own 8.88%. But I pulled out over seven figures yeah. in that. Over seven figures yeah. on top of the sale price of the do of of the domain. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. And see, and that's I, and I, still own eight point eight eight percent of a company that's doing some pretty staggering numbers, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I think that's a really important lesson for people to to look at, uh, because often you're also referring to uh, people don't have that long term vision and they're selling their names too quickly and too cheaply. Um, and what, what I did with, with between candy.com is basically selling the cheapest thing that you can sell on the internet, which is penny candies, right? Yep. Penny candies, the cheapest thing you could possibly sell on the internet, and it's a success. And then on the other side of that, I bought property.com and properties.com, 
which is probably the most expensive thing you can sell on the internet, or at least among the most expensive yes. things yeah. to sell on the internet. Mm -hmm. Now, I, you know, I did my, my deal with candy.com and property.com. I've had a couple of <clears throat> deals over the years that have paid uh, for the domain name and then some, however, still haven't found my partner there that are those two young energetic guys with passion, a little bit of money, some experience, and know how to go to the next phase. Haven't found that match yet. Yeah, so they, there is a certain degree of patience. And um, I know I've definitely sold names for uh, too little, too soon. Um, learning the lessons there of, of having stronger uh, fortitude and holding on. Um, so uh, again, it just depends on having that, that belief, doesn't it? Knowing that you have actually something of real value uh, and not, se not selling it for, for pennies or cents on the, on the dollar. Well, yeah. everyone gets all their, their panties all wound up when they get an offer for a domain. Like it's like uh, the second coming. <laughs> it's like, man, it's like, <laughs> I mean, learn to say no. It's the most powerful uh, word in the English language. And people say, well, you say no because you have money and blah, blah. Well, I said no when I was broke too. I mean, yeah. I didn't change my ways because I made money. I made money because I didn't change my ways. So they, they got a little bit ass backwards. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, I wrote something down today. Let me see if I can find it here. Because it, it's, it's important. You know, they, they make the excuse, well, you had money or you did this or you got in then. No. I didn't get in real estate 500 years ago when it started or a thousand or 2000 years ago. And I was able to do their good there too. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have a thing. Uh, cause really, I, you know, I really want to take people out of the way they think because yes. the way they think is preventing them from going to the next level because they become the victim of themselves. Completely. So, to, to those people, I wrote this today. I said, believe me, I already know how to fail. I've done it all my life i'm just showing you how to succeed yeah you know yeah show me how to fail they're they're so interested showing me how to fail i'm just showing them how to succeed and it, basically 50 percent of it is your mind you know it's not your pocketbook it's your mind it's how you look at something it's how you approach something it's it, i don't understand why so many people are trying to reinvent the domain wheel what, yeah. why, why is it that, that, that they just can't put their egos aside? Uh, it's, they, it's, haven't, they, they haven't gotten to the point where they got this crap in their head. Well, you got in early, so therefore I can't. Okay? Yeah. So they, they self-defeated. And then yeah. they're angry at anyone that got there before them instead of either learning from them or realizing what they did or saying, okay, that was then. Let me take a fresh look at it now. And I can still follow the some of the path. It does the principles don't change, but you still need money. I mean, you can't come in fifty dollars and and become a millionaire that quick. Okay, you gotta have a few dollars. Yeah, just like real estate, or if you went into the stock market, or you invested in anything, you're gonna start with a nest egg. I don't care if it's a one thousand dollar nest egg, a ten thousand, a hundred thousand, a million, ten million, a hundred. It doesn't matter. It. I swear to God. It doesn't matter. Look, do you know if you double a penny, 
If you double a penny 30 days in a row, you have a million dollars. Do you know that? Yeah. Compound, yeah, in compound interest. No, without the interest. Without the interest. Just, <laughs> double, just, just double a penny 30 yeah. times and you get a million dollars. Okay. Wow, that's so a, people, that's people can't understand or see that and they don't have the patience for it and they want to skip steps on the ladder and every schmuck in the universe that tries to skip steps on the ladder always falls on his ass every single time. Okay. You have to go every single step on a ladder. And if you do fall, you don't fall all the way down. You can never fall more than the last step if you do it the right way. Yeah. And then you dust yourself up and you keep climbing. But if you're like these guys, then they keep falling all the way to the ground for their whole life, for their whole life. They jump up yeah. four and they can't jump and they all fall yeah. down. Yeah. Because they're trying to cheat the ladder. Approach. Yeah. They're, they're self-defeating for no reason. It doesn't matter what level you get in. Just don't buy shit. Buy a $500 domain. Don't buy shit. Make it turn into $1,000. You know, it, it, it's yeah. a process. And then you're going to buy, maybe you're going to buy a 750 domain because you need $250 to eat. Fine. Buy a 750 turn it into 2000 Turn into ten thousand, and like I say to me, any domain, any domain name that any end user wants or needs has a minimum value, and this is from twenty-five years ago, fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. Why did I pick out fifteen thousand dollars? Because if you open up a business in the real world, your damn lighted sign costs fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Just your sign. It doesn't count your gondolas or your windows or your floors or yeah. your employees or nothing. Just your damn sign is $15,000. And that was 25 years ago. I'm sure it's a little bit more money now. Yeah. yeah wow. C completely, completely. Um, Rob, I know you've got more questions in your head. I've got a couple more before we uh, yeah. finish up with Rick. Um, apart from dom your domain name selling... Uh, methods that we, we've we've a lot of us have learned from um i also admire the the hall of shame so it's <laughs> hall of shame.com that you've created because it's right down my alley and i've, I've we've actually emulated it on domainer in australia um yeah so on domainer.com.au we've got a tab at the top that says domain thieves and um if anyone clicks on that it's kind of like our australian hall of shame where there's people that are jealous people that are trying to steal um, legitimate domain investors, domain names. And um, so, but yeah, thanks for having the hall of shame.com in existence, Rick, because that's, that's uh, been a great emulation for us to, uh, to use. I mean, you, you know, we need people in the world, obviously like yourself in different industries to stand up and, and, and educate and tell people, um, you know what, you're not allowed to do what you're doing which is trying to steal my domain name. <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't take kindly to thieves. And, uh, you know, especially when they have an attorney trying to do the thieving. You know? Yeah. That yeah. really doesn't sit well. So you got a business that's doing something wrong because they're cheap bastards and they don't want to uh, pay fair market value for something that they need or want. And then you got the uh, attorneys that are helping them try to steal it. And they know better, okay, really. There's and the, the attorneys don't care really because they're getting the paid most. either way. Well, yeah, but they're, 